No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Always More. Welcome back. We're so glad to be with you and so grateful for you tuning in today and being with us. We've been in a, a four-week study on the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. And so it's been a wonderful study. And I'm here with my dear friend, Michelle Bruns, all the way from Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> by way of Georgia. Yes. You, you were a Georgia girl, and then we lost you to Florida. But we're so glad you're with us today. And thank you for the hours of study and, and prayer that you've put into this study to bring it to us today. And it's just been fabulous, hasn't thank it? Thank you. I've enjoyed it. I have to. Oh. And we're, we, Michelle and I have even talked about doing a study and offering that to you all, a written study. Mm -hmm. And so we can get a little deeper into it. For those of you who like written Bible studies like we do, we've done yes. so many of them, haven't we? But we just really felt that burden to talk about the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts, who he mm -hmm. is, what he's doing all throughout this book, and how he made a difference in not just the lives of the apostles, but all those who were touched uh, during that period of history. And, and now in the day we're living in, how much more we need him more than ever before. So thank you for being Absolutely. with us. Oh, open us in prayer if you would, and we'll get right into it. Okay. Well, Father God, we just thank you for your continued revelation of the Word, Lord. And Father, I pray that as we speak, just the Word of um, who you are will go out through these airwaves, Lord, and change lives, bring transformation to the lives of the people who are watching. Yes. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, today we are studying on the demonstrations of the Holy Spirit's or His divine connections throughout mm -hmm. the book of Acts. And we're looking at Acts 15 through 21. Right. Well, what we want to look at in 15 through 21 scripturally is all of the people that yes. Paul meets and, mm -hmm. who, and who his life affects. And I thought about... What will we do when we get to heaven if we look back and we see all these people who were neighbors and Sunday school teachers and how many youth groups have we hosted and things like that. And all those people, you know, will be there with us. Wow. And so as Paul starts to journey through this end, the second half is really about Paul and his journeys and, and about him bringing the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. to these places. It is amazing to me how many people he meets and how they are just bonded to him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like they stay with him. And we know, you and I, that it's a Holy Spirit connection. Yes. When you and I met, it was a Holy Spirit connection. That's right. I was like, I love her. I want to get to know her. Yeah. And, you know, we just have those type of people in our lives. And mm -hmm. so Paul's meeting all these people as he goes. But when we pick up in 15, um, I want to just read those first two verses. Okay. A certain man came down from Judea and taught the brethren, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and dispute with them, they determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain others of them should go to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders about this question. 
So this question right here is, do you need to add works to yeah. your relationship? Yeah. And it's, the a, answer, it's a loaded question. <laughs> it's a loaded question. The yeah. answer is absolutely not. We no. do not need to add works to our relationship. Mm -hmm. We are saved by grace through faith. And it's not of anything we can do of ourselves. It is a gift of God. Mm -hmm. And so Paul and Barnabas and some other guys go up to what they call the Jerusalem Council. Now, the Jerusalem Council is your apostles. Remember, they were the ones who stayed in Jerusalem when the persecution broke out. Mm -hmm. um, are your apostles and your elders from the church. And in this meeting... Some of them stand up and say, yes, we have to be circumcised. And they have all this discussion. But Peter, if you can remember back in uh, chapter 10, Peter had an experience with the Holy Spirit yeah. where he told him that the gospel was not, or that the Holy Spirit was not just for the Jews, That's that right. the God of the Jews would also be the God of the Gentiles and that he was to make no difference between them because... God made no dis difference between them. So Peter stands up and he says, brethren, remember I myself had this vision and he goes through the whole thing. And so basically they come down to, well, what do we do? Mm -hmm. And he says, um, we have decided that we shouldn't lay no further burden on you <laughs> than, mm -hmm. than this. And then they give them some things that they felt like they needed to live by, which were basically the three parts that were the heart of the Jewish law. It wasn't because it was a salvation thing. It yeah. was a respect thing. It was don't cause your brother to stumble That's type so thing. Because we know that when we see here, you know, that we've already gone over the part about how important it was to them to have that kosher food mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. So they gave them those three things and they said, other than that, we bless you. Yeah. And you know, I love the verse in chapter 15, verse 28, if you're looking, if you're following along with mm -hmm. us at home and Michelle just quoted it, but it says, for it seemed good to the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. <laughs> to yeah. lay no further burden on you. So um, the Bible says where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Uh, there's mm -hmm. freedom. There's liberty. And uh, you are free indeed. Right. And that's who the Holy Spirit is. When he comes in, he just releases us from all this bondage of rules and regulations. And you got to do this, this way, and this, this way. I think there were 612 laws in, in Leviticus mm -hmm. or back in the Old Testament that the Jewish right. ha people had to follow. Well, see, the Holy Spirit came in and he just wrecked all that didn't just he? tore it down he did he just tore it down and that's why I said you know he did give them and so many times people will just read this and mm -hmm. and before they study it out they're like well if they don't have to be circumcised why do they have to do these other things mm -hmm. and like I said it, it was just to respect your fellow man that's good you know if I'm going to incorporate you and invite you into my home now mm -hmm. you want to be respectful of the things you know that I do yeah so that's yeah that's good that's good yeah, I love this uh, whole chapter of, of Acts chapter uh, 15, but that at the end, that verse 28, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit, which tells us the Holy Spirit has a mind. He, he has an opinion on things, mm -hmm. of how things should be done mm -hmm. and how they shouldn't be done. Mm -hmm. And when we consult with Him and ask Him, because He's our helper, we've talked about that, 
-hmm. You know, he comes in and he says, well, I want it done this way. Mm -hmm. And when you follow the Holy Spirit, there's order. There's liberty, but mm -hmm. yet there's order. There's there such is. a balance of that. Mm -hmm. I love that about it. We could and just talk about we that. Could, we could talk about that all day, but I want yeah. to make this one point too. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be, you know, completely honest. I struggled with it with my children for a while because I wanted their relationship with God to look like my relationship with yeah. God. And we have to know that the Holy Spirit, again, is relational, individual. That's right. And so everybody's walk with the Lord, mm -hmm. it'll be the same, but it'll be different. That's so good. And so we can't, I can't take convictions that I have mm -hmm. and put them on you That's and right. say, if you don't have that conviction, then you're not saved. You're yeah. Yeah. Cause mm -hmm. that's just not true. That's right. I went to a church one time when I was saved, I went to a real uh, charismatic church. And so they were free and you could do anything, dance in the aisles or yeah. whatever. And then I went to a very strict church mm -hmm. who still wore the long pants and the long, you know, and they made me feel like I was wrong mm -hmm. that, that how I dress, but that wasn't true. Mm -hmm. It's that I just didn't have the conviction that they had. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're struggling with that today, I want you to know that, that as long as you're saved, mm -hmm. you've asked Jesus to be your savior and you've repented of your sins, you need to let all the rest of that go. That's so good. That's so good. My son, Hamilton, is sitting here with us right now. He's been <laughs> on the program before and he's probably saying a good amen to that because yeah. I don't want... Um, I, I don't want to deflect my requirements or w what the Lord has required me to walk in on Him. He needs to have His own relationship mm -hmm. with the Lord, and He does. And I need to have my relationship. So I, I, that is such a great point, and thank you for bringing that out. Well, then that takes us to uh, Acts chapter 16, where the Bible says the churches were being uh, strengthened in faith and increased in number daily. The thing that's very interesting about 16 is we see so many different characters here. We see Timothy come in and you know, Timothy was biracial. He was a, had a Greek father and a Jewish mother. And, and they were so um, just prejudiced against that that he took mm. him immediately and had him circumcised mm. so that they would know that he accepted the jewish part of him okay so it's very interesting mm -hmm. uh but and the, he was young too. and he was and, so young yeah, and paul was the one who said to him don't ever despise the day of your youth that's right don't let anyone else despise it either right yeah and so you know he picks up timothy and then we see him walk on and he picks up Lit, uh, Lydia, who was the um, had the purple fabric, mm -hmm. and so she was a wealthy, rich, single woman, mm -hmm. which at that time, mm -hmm. you know, was not was not very accepted. Very so, interesting. So another divine connection another, by the Holy Spirit yeah. to Paul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so he's he's just surrounding him with these people, and. Um, he, he uses these people in Paul's life, and I feel like he also uses them today in our life to show us, mm -hmm. again, back to that um, chapter 10, that God's going to choose people who maybe you wouldn't choose. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't make them of any less value. Wow. Any less so value good. than you. Mm -hmm. um, and then we go on in 16 to see... Um, this is a slave girl. So we, we go with the certain slave girl possessed with the spirit of divination who met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune teller. 
But what I loved is what she was saying was exactly the truth. These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaimed to us the way of salvation. Yeah. The demons know mm. who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And so Paul sharply rebukes her uh, and then her masters get mad mm-hmm. because he, he totally he ruins the their business. Mm-hmm. He casts the devil yeah. out. I remember doing a study on that years ago and she would yell, these are the men of the most <laughs> high God. God. These are the men of the most high God. Well, that would get on your nerves after yeah. about a couple of days of that, which that's what it says. Paul got mm-hmm. greatly annoyed and he turned to the spirit and he said, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. And the Bible says it came out of her that very hour. So mm. that girl got good and delivered of a spirit, which actually was a spirit of, of divination. Yeah. And um, uh, I, the study said that uh, one of the names of God for those people who did not know him was the most high God. They would mm-hmm. call him that. So I don't know. I haven't really studied that out, but um in other words, she didn't know who they were. She right. was just kind of following along and getting in on the excitement and the action of what was happening <laughs> at the time. But that was another divine connection. Yes. Because if they had not met her, then they wouldn't have incited the the owners against them and get thrown in jail. Right. And then all those divine connections right came. <laughs> and so as, yeah and so as they're and and it's just amazing that everywhere he goes mm-hmm. people are saved wow everywhere he goes that ought to be a lesson to us shouldn't that teach yeah, us something it really should everywhere he goes mm-hmm. so they're in jail and of course it says at midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. Immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loose. And then it scares the poor little guy to death because he thinks they're going to leave. Yeah. But they didn't leave. They didn't leave. They stayed and then they go with him and him and his whole household Mm -hmm. is saved. That's through that was all the orchestrating of the Holy Spirit when you look over that situation that they stayed put in jail through the peace of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. through the bidding of the Holy, the restraining the power restraining. <laughs> yes. of the Holy Spirit that says, you just stay right here. I got a plan. I'm working it out. Mm-hmm. Then they went to their house and the whole house got saved. And the whole house got saved. Amazing. It, it is. It, it's just more divine connections. Yes. Mm-hmm. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I love it. Okay, so then uh, we look at how Paul was led to um, the Philippian jailer and his family was saved. And then uh, they headed to uh, Athens, wasn't it? They went Mm -hmm. to Athens and he addressed the Areopagus. Is that how you said it? Areopagus. (laughs) I have seen that. Edward and I went to Athens Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago and we stopped at a lot of these places where Paul ministered Crete, Cyprus, uh, Athens. And I remember Athens being the darkest of them all. I mean, you wow. felt the world there. You felt it was very, very crowded. Um, lots of, you know, merchants and stores and hotels. And I just, I just remember feeling this is overwhelming and looking up at that area. 
how do you say it? Ariagabus. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) This little country girl going to Athens, Greece, and um, thinking that's where Paul preached. Yeah, and um, I like as we go on into 17. Yeah. uh, That the um, the spirit provoked within him when he saw that the city was given over to idols. Hmm. Wow. Isn't that interesting? And you've been, like you said, when you were there, it was dark. You felt it in the you spirit. You felt it mm-hmm. in the spirit. Yeah. And and what's so interesting to me is when you think about that, you felt it in the spirit, but someone else might go there and not feel anything at all. Yeah, that's true. And so that's a gift of the Holy Spirit, though. Yeah. It's the discerning of the, of the spirit, of the spirit realm and what's happening. Yeah. So that took them to, they went to Athens and then on to Corinth. They met Aquila and Priscilla, another amazing divine connection. (laughs) It was. And you know what's interesting, too, about Priscilla and Aquila is that they had been kicked out of um, their home. It says, after these things, Paul, he found a certain Jew named Aquila born in Pontus who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla because... Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. Hmm. And so he had kicked them out of Rome, yeah. but they were tent makers mm-hmm. and Paul was a tent maker. Yes. And isn't that amazing how God just connects you with the people who you know and yeah. can help you? My mama would say, what are the odds? Yeah, <laughs> what are the odds? In other words, it's the, it's the Lord. It's the Lord. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Wow. Even in the recent move that Jeff and I made, you Mm -hmm. know, God has, he just surrounded us with people that we needed. Yeah. That's the Holy Spirit. Yes. Only he can do that. Only he can do that. Only he knows. So good. So then they went on to Antioch and um, chapter 18, it says they were compelled Mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. Um, Let's just talk about that for just a second because we really want to hit Acts chapter 19 and we're mm-hmm. running close on our time. But um, compelled by the Holy Spirit. Have you ever felt that before? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You feel... And, and here's... Um, like sometimes we just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But we're praying and we're walking. It's like like we talked about before in that other show. You're just compelled to go here, this place or that place. Mm -hmm. And God has something for you there. Almost like Philip, when he, you know, when the angel of the Lord said, go, go down there. And the, the eunuch was down there. That's right. I mean, the Holy Spirit will just compel you to walk forward. So good. So good. I love that. And then Acts chapter 19, that verse that really I just wanted to talk about that because you know how excited yeah. I get you about get excited this excited on this one. <laughs> this, is, this is one of my life verses. And really, this is mm-hmm. the why we're sitting here right now doing a program on the Holy Spirit and have done however many programs, 80 some odd programs now just on the Holy Spirit. But that Acts 19 too, uh, where he said to the disciples, he said, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Mm-hmm. And so they said to him, we have not so much as even heard there is a Holy Spirit. That's Amen. Right. Isn't that Amen. where we are today? That is so where we are today. And that is something that, 
you know, we need to talk about it and we yeah. need to be bold. And the thing about the church today is we're so afraid of hurting someone's feelings. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you today that if you're in a church that does not teach the Holy Spirit, you're in the wrong church. Yeah. And I'm just going to say it how it needs to be said. You're missing out. You cannot. Here's the thing. You can't have a church without the Holy Spirit. That's right. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. But yet we go to churches, and I learned that, you know, when I traveled around with the with the missionary and the and the children's choir, where mm -hmm. we would walk into some churches, and you were just like, oh, yeah. just like the peace, the love that was there. And you walked in other churches, and you felt nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You have got to teach the power of the Holy Spirit. He That's was right. sent to live with us in our everyday lives, and He was sent to direct mm -hmm. the church. Yeah. That was the purpose of God sending Him to be with us. That's right. Yeah. That and verse so, there, that verse there just really hits so hard. We've not so much as even heard there is a Holy Spirit. Right. And you think about how many people today on the earth just living their life, just trying to survive, just trying to make it, mm -hmm. trying to deal with COVID, trying to deal with work, trying to deal with the economy, you know, trying to deal with disasters and situations. And they've not even heard They've not even heard there is a Holy Spirit. That's right. And that's why we need to get this message out on this program mm -hmm. to try to just come alongside the church and help and, and get that good news out. You don't have to do life alone. Just Absolutely. like Paul was led by the Holy Spirit and he was connected with the right people all through the book of Acts, the same thing can happen to you and to me. Amen. Amen. After he says that, we've not so much as heard of the Holy Spirit. Then it says, then Paul... What um, verse are you in? Let's go to verse 4. Okay. Uh, then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, mm -hmm. saying to people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Jesus Christ. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Paul had laid hands on them again, Come on we've now. been talking about laying <laughs> hands on people mm. a lot. The Holy Spirit came upon them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Mm. There are so many convincing scriptures mm. to tell us that there is a difference between your initial baptism and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm. We are sealed with the Spirit yeah. upon our confession and belief in Jesus Christ. Amen. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is different from that. Amen. That's but right. it is available to all. Yeah. I think it's Corinthians where it says this is the least of all gifts. That's that right. doesn't mean it's not worth anything. That mm -hmm. means it's the least of them. Like all of you at least should have this. That's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it's That's the least good. like it's not good. It means at the very That's least, good. you should have. That's powerful. Amen. This. Well, then uh, Paul went on and there were unusual miracles in Acts 20 and 21. Mm -hmm. uh, and we would just encourage you as our viewers at home to go and read these chapters. Take some time to go back and read. We've been looking at Acts 15 through 21 mm -hmm. and we're out of time. But so much happened in Acts 21 where... Yeah. Uh, Agabus told Paul not to go to Jerusalem. And then there was Philip the evangelist who had four virgin daughters who prophesied. And then 
Paul addressed the mob who came against him in, in mm -hmm. chapter 21 by the Holy Spirit. So there's a lot, there's a lot there. So mm -hmm. give us some homework in our last few minutes that we can kind of put our teeth into okay. these chapters and, and look at the divine connections that God gave Paul. Okay. Well, your first homework is that we saw Paul preach the gospel to a multitude of people rich, poor, different nationalities, mm. different ages, different beliefs, different values. It didn't matter who they were. Paul felt compelled to go and preach the gospel to them. Good. And so this week I want to really challenge and ask believers, who is it that you could go and preach the gospel to? Wow. Who is it that maybe you haven't felt comfortable to go and say something to them. And, and I'm not saying it has to be somebody you don't even know. It may be someone in your household. That's good. But who is the Holy Spirit leading you to That's this week? Good. Powerful. Um, and is there anyone who you have thought is off limits that you need to reach out to? Paul saw no one as being off limits. That's good. And he was ready we. and neither should we. Amen. Amen. Oh, this has been so good. Thank you so much. You're just getting me fired up. I just want to <laughs> run. Go. I want to get up and run. And I know our viewers at home, our friends at home are feeling that same power of the Holy Ghost as we're just talking and looking at all the mighty things that he did through the book of Acts. And it's been a wonderful study. I hope you've enjoyed being with us. And if you haven't received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, give him your heart today. Mm -hmm. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I need you. I need you. I need you to cleanse me and give me a new start. And then beyond that, ask for, don't be one of those who say, we haven't even heard there is a Holy Spirit. Mm. Ask, say, Holy Spirit, I want to know you. Baptize me and empower me and he will do it. And we're just enjoying being with you in the study. We look forward to being back with you next week for our final study in the Holy Spirit in the Book of Acts with Michelle Bruns. And thank you for being with us today. We love you and we thank appreciate you. all your study and all your impartation <laughs> to us. It's been fun, hasn't it? Hello everyone, I'm Rebecca Keener with Always More TV and we're here for an Always More Prayer Moment where you and I can agree together for God to move in your life in a very powerful way. I was reading Psalms chapter 46 verse number one that says, God is an ever-present help in times of trouble. He is there for you in every situation. He is right there present in your home, in your life wherever you may be. And I was thinking of the scripture also that says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Let those words encourage you today that God is working for you. When you commit and submit it unto him, he will cause it to succeed. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for every person who is watching today who may be in trouble you know, your word says that you're our ever-present help in times of trouble. And I pray, Father, that those who may be facing perilous times or trouble in their finances or trouble in their health or trouble in their home, Lord, that you will be that very present help. Your strength, your power, your might, your love will overshadow 
that situation. Lord, let them just begin to be flooded by your peace and to be able to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. How do you need prayer today? I would encourage you, be in touch with us. You can write us, you can call us, you can send an email, you can uh, go to our social media and connect with us there with a message, and we wanna stand with you. It would be our honor, it would be our privilege to stand with you and to agree with you in prayer for God to meet every need in 2021. God bless you, we'll see you next time on Always More TV. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded in 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.